Welcome back to the White, Gray, Black Weekly Manga Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all the latest and greatest ongoing manga releases. My name is Bruce, the producer of the White, Gray, Black YouTube channel, and with me again this week is Gautam, CEO of Manga. I'm in charge, baby. <laughs> Please keep in mind that for all major discussions, we'll be talking spoilers for this week. Uh, this means up to chapter 1072 of One Piece, um, and also, I believe it's chapter 80... 82 of Sono Biskdal, 72? I have to read on. The latest chapter of Sono Biskdal. Um, that's my dress-up darling for you original anime watchers. Um, before we start, let me plug the YouTube channel. If you're watching us live, we are live on the White Gray Black channel. If you want to check out the VODs, they are up on the WGB Weekly Manga Podcast channel. Links to those are on the bottom of each channel. They are connected to each other. Um, and if you want to listen to us, we are on all the major podcast providers, specifically Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Don't forget, if you enjoy the podcast and want to support us, head on over to the Patreon over at patreon.com slash WGBmanga, where you will be able to hear a special life-altering conversation between Gautam and I about how we first got into anime and manga as young little chitlins. That should be up very soon by the end of the week. So with that, let's get started with the news. All right. Let's start with a little announcement. So, Ruby Dragon was the second best-selling volume one in the fourth quarter in Japan, and then Goku Rakugai is the seventh most the seventh best-selling volume one in Japan's fourth quarter. Those are the two things that I'm kind of interested in talking about. Insane to me that Ruby Dragon. Wild. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I, was, I was waiting for you to finish. That's a wild how i i mean like i get it but also I, I it's a weird it. one there's other cute series about girls and going to high school or middle school or whatever that have a weird twist on them i don't see, know see the, yeah I, I i get the appeal like the character design is top notch and i i kind of like that they made three kind of uh kind of a selfish little high school girl yeah um yeah and I think both of those work so well, but it has a one volume and it's on indefinite hiatus. So I'm like, yeah, how's, that's the part that kind of gets. That's the yeah. part that kind of gets to me is the indefinite hiatus. But I understand. I mean, this is I think a lot of like, lot of words of mouth. I mean, we talked months ago about how the first chapter of Ray Dragon like blew everything online, the weekly discussions online, like out of the water. So yeah, pretty pretty big. I I did not see a full ranking of the best selling volume one, so I'm wondering what beat it. I don't think, yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that might have beaten it, but something did, so. Oh, but is, is Red Cat Ramen the demon one uh, with the cool character designs and the the Black Lagoon Russian lady? That's a good question. Yeah, Red Cat Ramen I came think it in. Is, right? Yeah, Red Cat Ramen was the 20th best-selling volume one. Uh, I could, yeah, I could not tell you. I have not read this, but. Uh, I. Is, is is that? I think this yeah. is just about a cat that runs a ramen shop. I, I remember reading the. Oh, I have never seen this before in my okay. life. Okay, I remember crazy. reading about the sort of the little thing, and it's just about a talking cat. I think that runs a ramen shop. So. Oh, that's cute. Um, what else we got? A little bit of sales stuff. We'll blow through this pretty quickly. Pretty standard. I think we talked about this last week. It's Blue Lock and Chainsaw Man at one and two. Slam Dunk at three. That's I think that's what we saw last I think last week maybe it was Jujutsu Kaisen at three or something and Slam yeah, Dunk at this four or five. Identical. Yeah, pretty yeah. pretty much identical. The uh, mystery to Iu Nakare, which is 
like it's called like don't don't say mystery you're not a mystery or something in english i think the english title of it is just mystery though um that's a super well-selling series that i'm really interested to to check out and read eventually but yeah going down the road i mean spy family at six one piece at seven tokyo revengers still still selling well which is interesting uh my hero and natsume yunjincho oh that was uh, not some book of yeah. friends that's what was i think three last week but it's down to 10 but still in the top oh. 10 so yeah that's that's the comfy anime that I yeah I with good. the the guy with all the like, friendly yokai essentially but yeah yeah so actually the top selling volume single volume was this mystery to in you nakare i i you is an interesting sound that you don't start words with in english that's very hard for me to to get my head around you yeah, nakare yeah. Um, that is the number one volume sold. That sold 200,000 volumes, which is an insane number. For reference, the second highest selling is about 120. So, and after that, it's 37, 32,000. So, drops off pretty severely after uh, Mystery and Chainsaw Man. But yeah, those are the, um, those are the volumes. Pretty, pretty standard. Nothing really new or interesting, I don't think, uh, coming up in here. There is, I will note at number four, volume 11 of Goku Shufudo, which is the... Uh, what is that called in English? Uh, Way of the House Husband. Way of the House Husband, yes, which is hilarious. I'm sad that I think the English fan translation for that uh, is either dropped or slow. We might just be behind. They might actually be waiting for volumes to translate it. That So we might be getting four to eight chapters is. now. So I believe it is dropped because it got serialized. Yeah, it's very possible. It it does happen. Oh, often. you know what happened? Um, Black Cat Scans, who, who picked it up after it got serialized. They disbanded. It disbanded, yeah, and no one picked it up after that. That's yeah, they, and a lot of their more popular series, people just kind of split off and went to go do them themselves. Black Cat still does. Um, I think they do Curio America, because I like just read that like 30 minutes ago. Oh, um, right, they do. They do a couple yeah. other things, too. I think they still do mostly rom-com stuff. But but yeah, anyways, we won't... Uh, well, I, we'll actually, try not yeah, to like, out the fan translation teams too much on a public platform, but yeah. Black well, Cat was a pretty know, good group, so... They, they were great, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to all the 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 dead fan translation groups. You you were all MVPs in my eyes. Yes, everyone. Um, of you. But uh, yeah, let's get through the sales because I want to ask you about Medica because I I kind of dropped that. So. Sure. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, only like three more things in the news. One is, uh, the series The One Hundred Girlfriends Who Really 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 Love You got an anime adaptation announced. Uh, this is an interesting one. I never I've grabbed at a couple of chapters here but i've never sat down to read it i understand people really like it at least uh like over on reddit and you know the places where i follow manga it gets it gets you know lots of reads and is generally pretty well regarded so i'm interested to see if it uh if the anime gets boosted up and locks it in uh it's just my actual disdain for harm shit that makes me not read it but I hear it's a shit post and it's funny. So the couple chapters where people have said like, this is hilarious. Read this. Like there's a girl who's like a, a Westaboo, right. And like loves American Texas stuff. I think I maybe linked you that. Like it was like a year ago, maybe longer. Absolutely. Like she like says the F word in English. It's absolutely hilarious. So the stuff that I've seen of it seems really funny, but you're right. It is definitely, it is definitely literally a harem. I think in the first chapter too, the guy is like, I will have 100 girlfriends, but yeah, it seems, yeah, it seems very meme, meme, heavy shit posting. Um, uh, I, I will say, um, shout out to Magu-chan, um, on that list, uh, the, that one. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, this is, uh, this is the Anime Japan 
2023 manga we want to see animated nominees. And this, they just kind of listed some of the highlights here on this tweet. Um, I would love to see a whole fully translated list. Maybe we could go through that next week. But uh, yeah, number one is Blue Box, which is not... Wait, Blue Box is not the soccer one. It's the art Blue Box one. is the art one, right? Yes. Or, yeah, it's the art one, right? It's a, it is sports... Comedy and sports manga. No, wait, is this? Wait, no, 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 no. no. That's that's Awashi. Blue Box is the romance one that I read every week. I I read this and I forgot what it was. This is the um, badminton. This is the badminton and the basketball girl. Yeah. Uh, it is really cool seeing Akane and Witch Watch so high up. Yes, Akane at two makes me very happy and also blows my mind that something like that could be number two. We're going to talk about Akane more later because I think, uh, I think Akane is, absolutely is, a uh, I, um, Sakamoto I, I days at 33 is pretty that, high. Love that. I am surprised to see which watch at eight. That is insanely high for a comedy. And I think there's something, I, I always wonder this when, when Japan likes things more than the West does or when the West like things more than Japan does. I always wonder if the translation if something is lost in the translation or because I read uh, what eight, 10 chapters of witch watch and it was fine. It was funny. It was comfy. I can see it being like super comfy, but to be like top 10, we want this animated thing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it just gets better and I haven't gotten to that part yet, but yeah, I, I mean, Dan to Dan at 48 either. and witch watch at eight, like swap those, like what the fuck, like swap those Dan to Dan is like my number one animate this with a good studio. And it's like, I'm there. Um, I, I would call Witch Watch uh, incredibly funny at times. It gets better as it goes, but I would say it's it's more creative and incredibly enjoyable than it is hilarious in my eyes. And yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Just uh, roll on that wild magic. You, you put it perfectly. There's no, no reason for anyone else to describe it any other way. It's wild magic, and mm-hmm. I love it for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Elusive Samurai at 58, that's pretty popular in Japan. I think less popular here. Um. It's you good. and I are polar opposites. That's going to show up on our Manga Taisho Awards. Magu-chan, God of Destruction. You said you were talking about that, right? That you're happy to see it there? Uh, yeah, I, I finished that. Um, for, first to last chapter. Uh, it was short and sweet and a uh, really good slice of life. I, I think it deserves an anime. Um, yeah, it, I, I don't know. Did you read any of it, Bruce? I've not. I've, I've seen discussions on it. If it's, I mean, if it's short, I'm always down to read completed series, especially. I like, I like things with endings. It's very, done. And very it, into ending, so I'm happy to read it. Yeah. Yeah, it's done. It's fluffy and it's fun. So yeah, cool. it's an easy read. Yeah, and then down at number seventy, you've got. We talked about it what last week, two weeks ago. P p p p p p pianissimo. I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, very this, quietly. Uh, by, I don't know how they will translate this in the West if it ever comes out, or if it literally just will be p p p p p p. I think that's a bad name in the West, but we'll see. It's a it's a terrible name. But isn't that Ishida Ishida Sui's? Um, Tokyo Ghouls. No, uh, you're one. thinking of Chojin X. Oh, I am. Yeah. Which I, that's like next up on my plan to read after, uh, after what I'm reading now. But yeah, Marriage uh, Toxin is another one of those things that, uh, the Reddit, I chapters. yeah, the Reddit threads really like that one. And I thought it was just okay. Um, that's way down at 81. So I wonder if the, uh, again, I wonder if the translator, uh, translators and localizers, uh, bring something new to that in the West that the Japanese aren't getting. Um, it's always very possible when you translate and localize that you could improve or hurt the the uh, the intention of the author. So 
it's possible that in the West, Marriage Toxin is really good, and Witch Watch is you know slightly worse than it is. Who knows? But uh, uh, yeah, I only read the first few chapters, but uh, yeah, it was just all right. But mm-hmm. maybe it gets a lot better. Who knows? Right? Um, yeah, and that's uh, that's like kind to... of the trouble with uh, why you have to have a strong start in manga to keep people around to get to the yeah. good stuff. There's just so much stuff, right? Like, so mm-hmm. you have to start strong. Uh, uh, shout out to number sixty-two, the U.S. economy. Um, <laughs> glad to see that up there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, ho- hopefully, I don't see it up there in twenty twenty-three, but I think I will. I think it will be higher. The joke for if you are a listener only, number sixty-two is a series called Hyperinflation. <laughs> yeah. I, f- I forgot to explain the joke to audio listeners. <laughs> no, it it happens. It happens. Um, it, it, imagine if I just didn't say anything. We just moved on. I mean, yeah. People be like, "What is he talking about? What's number 62? <laughs> um, One last thing. This is news for me only because the Monogatari series is maybe my favorite piece of Japanese media of all time. It's amazing. Anyways, uh, there's going to be a new Monogatari novel from Nisoi Isin titled uh, Ikusa Monogatari. Uh, and the manga adaptation of Bakamonogatari is going to end in seven chapters by Oh, oh Great. His, his name in Japanese is Ogureto, which I love. And his, his art is crazy. I'm, it's interesting to see that ending. That is only going to have adapted, I think, Bakamonogatari and Kizumonogatari, which is like sort of the, the first maybe three volume, three books, three or four books, and then the prequel initial first book. So interesting that he's getting another one. This is this was announced as like completed like six or seven years ago, I want to say. Like I think it was twenty sixteen mm-hmm. or twenty seventeen, and Lisa Eason wrote the last volume and was like, okay, it's over. And the anime adapted it a couple of years later. And yeah. Interesting that he's going back to it. I wonder if he's reading the writing on the wall for Cypher uh Academy and being like, Oh, I should yeah. just <laughs> this isn't doing very well. I should write another Bakamonogatari book. Hey, you know what? If it ain't broke, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I I love the Bakamon Guitar series, so I'm I'm all for it. Well, I'm sure uh, Shaft is also like, hey, another you know they'll make an OVA probably of the volume. So yeah, right, it prints money. So pretty much, I think that's all we've got for news. Um, let's do the mixed bag of stuff that we read real quick before we lead into full discussions. So, um, Akane Banashi was great as always. I don't know what to say other than this series is amazing. Yeah, I like. I, I feel like it's hard to describe why it's good. Um, it, it's well, it's not. It's like it, it, amazingly well written. The characters are great. Like every, everything, it doesn't it's, miss. It's right? funny. It it's, has it's, drama. It has intensity and levity. It's yeah. I don't, it's just kind of everything. It reminds yeah. me. Chihiro Furu. It reminds me of that. It yes, and we're gonna definitely compare those later on. Um, it reminds me a lot of the. Um, of like Full Metal Alchemist of of Arakawa's writing, the way that Arakawa always has like really strong characters, and there is always a little bit of levity and always a little bit of drama, and they're balanced really well. Um, this chapter did something I really liked, which was you. She was preparing for her test to do the performance for the master who taught her the story or whatever, and you know by the end of it that she passed her test. It doesn't show you that performance of how she passed her test, but it had shown you her past performances, and then it promises us the next chapter that she's on stage and it's time for her to perform it, so... You know, what yeah, did she do? Good. What's the mystery of what did she change that made her pass? What did she learn on her date with the whatever the dude's name is? Um, it's just like and the bet, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the I perfect bet, I, they, dramatic. They, and they definitely just end up showing that on the stage, right? Like the, mm-hmm. I, I, I want 
I agree. That's a good plot device. I also thought that her and her, her bud uh, going on a date was was really sweet because they're just best pals. Yeah. And that's the uh, that's the asshole, little snotty asshole kid from the first chapter. Uh, all grown up. I, I love that. I love that trope. You know. Yeah. Just and it was also like it was also like romantic, but not in a like not in an insufferable shonen manga romance way of like oh i really like him and i really li-. it's like these two it's like is it it doesn't have to be read as romance but it could be i don't know i liked it It was just yeah. enjoyable either way like if you read it as romance or not it's enjoyable both ways i think which is a good way to look at it it's like oh they could just be friends or they could be romantic partners yeah exactly uh yeah so good shit akane doesn't miss yep not surprised it's number two yeah for sure uh ginkgo luna good again again three or four chapters worth of content packed into a single chapter. It's like the end of a fight and the recovery of the other two girls and they go traveling and they get to a spot and they meet a dude and they go to another town traveling and they do more stuff. And then there's a celebration you learn about and you meet another bad guy. And that's in like 22 pages. (laughs) It's so much. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of just used to the whiplash at this point, you know, like the first ride you go on at six flags is always like the most thrilling and scary. And then you kind of get used to it. Uh, it's that's Ginka and Luna's uh, pacing for me. It, it was freaking whiplash at the beginning, but now I'm just expecting it. So uh, yeah, I I, I, had, I had wondered because it had kind of slowed down the last two or three chapters. The fight with what's her name was more direct and more just like it was the mm-hmm. fight and one flashback and very focused. I like those chapters. This one was kind of back to the old style. Um, I still don't I still can't bring myself to hate this even though I think it makes a lot of mistakes and is kind of un it's kind of uh I don't even it's it's unpolished unpolished I, yeah that's a good way to put it it feels very beginner authory but still good like it, it has isn't tr- yeah it has charm yeah I I it has uh I I I would call it an inexplicable charm um in a way mm-hmm. yeah, it has it has a lot I, of good stuff yeah. going for it so um sakamoto days was the other one i wanted to mention because we're mm-hmm. wrapping up or at the end of an arc um who's the female character breaks in stops the fight chases off with the guy because she's gonna go kill the big bad maybe probably my guess is next arc is rescuing her we'll see i don't know sakamoto days is, uh, sakamoto days is still just amazing action uh, will not miss it it's so good i, I like it yeah it, it's freaking great and it's one of those things where like I can be like half tuned out for the plot and still get yeah. what's happening uh, and just watch for the visuals. It right? does like the, it yeah, it does the, in my opinion, the the perfect kind of shonen action manga thing where it's like the plot is super, is very basic, right? I can describe to you the entire last like 20 chapters is okay. Sakamoto and his pals have to infiltrate this school to find some documents like that is what has happened in the last 20 chapters. And then that's all you really need to know to read those chapters. And it's like, but there's fights going on and there's cool, interesting stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's great. It's, it's simple. Uh, it's simplicities built on top of each other. So it's perfectly complex and that it is still very simple to understand. Uh, yeah, I, I, I completely get it. Right. Like it's, it's about the action at the end of the day and mm-hmm. uh, the, the plot takes second seat. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, same same goes for Mashal. Uh, they're, they're, need, to, need to read that, yep. They're on the final boss fights of that series. I think it's coming to an end soon. Um, and 
uh mash was like it shows up at like the the, the hero shown in show, showing up after every, all his buds are defeated kind of a thing mm-hmm. um and uh he's like winning and then of course losing after the villain uses more power and then he he does creatine in order to <laughs> really? get stronger that's yeah. hilarious like like popeye spinach style yeah exactly that's exactly right the powder yeah that's hilarious. yeah yeah he, he does he gets like a teaspoon of creatine um it, it's funny as fuck it's like a, who 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 writes that that's fucking great i yeah i really need to read mashal it's god there's just so much to read um yeah did you want to talk about uh the summer that hikaru died now just a little bit because you read did you read all of it or how much of it did you read oh uh, I, I read three chapters okay so, yeah so pretty uh, good idea. yeah I, let's just talk about the beginning of it we'll um save it later or you want to save it for later when we talk about the, the uh noms? yeah let's talk about it with the with the taisho nominees because i think that it's i think that it's one of the three or four series to beat so um let's just talk Perfect. about let's talk about uh the biggest the biggest turnaround in manga in my opinion which was uh sono bisque doll my dress up darling um has been pretty bad for the past like 10 chapters uh you like dropped it in the process of this past arc it, didn't you no not even this past arc and, and it's like not two the manga's fault i dropped it yeah. it, was, it was like 25 chapters 30 chapters ago gotcha. i, I kind of just uh got bored and stopped clicking in the links but yeah and it kind of it it, it had a really good start because you read the first 40 50 chapters right so i did yeah and, and it was really good and it's really good yeah and i really liked it and it definitely kind of meandered and just kind of did some oh here's a new cosplay thing blah 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 the last arc was really confusing it had a bunch of different like four five or six girls dressing up as different girls and it's very hard in manga to tell who's who dressing up as each other some like weird drama like two weird dramas that turned into nothing anyways that arc was bad this chapter that dropped is chapter 87 um for comparison uh man i like i don't want to spoil it for everybody but it was like oh i think this girl hates marin the main character but no it's not that she hates her it's that she's so in love with her she won't be able to control herself later and so that was a big misunderstanding there was another thing of like oh everyone was thinking oh i bet that this you know this girl who hates marin has a crush on goto on the main character and that's not true i don't know it was it was a very messy it's been a very messy two or three months for, for my dress up darling. Um, this chapter, chapter 87 for a comparison, if you go to Reddit, if, if it's the 24th, or the 25th, if you go to Reddit and say, Hey, show me the top post for this week. This is like the third top post on the subreddit. This has a thousand more upvotes than my hero academia, which had a pretty good chapter. Um, this is like, this is the, I think most upvoted chapter discussion of the week is this chapter. And that really says something. I mean, and if you're, if you're looking at the screen right now, this doesn't look like my dress-up darling, does it? No, it looks like Iruma. Yes, the and beans. it's, I mean, it is so cool. So the the synopsis of this chapter is the past chapter or two, they were talking about a series that Marin wants to cosplay from, blah, blah, blah. They gave him the manga to read as inspiration, Goto, the main dude. Um, and this is him reading it. And these are you know, manga panels you're supposed to imply from the this sort of dark fantasy uh, thing that he's reading. And it's unbelievably cool and unbelievably good. And it's... So the first maybe half of it... No, not even half. The first third or so is these really cool kind of dark fantasy pages. Um, in the middle section, there's talk about the author 
the author's feelings on his works and how he never wanted this adapted as an anime um and how he uh trying to remember exactly there's there's some interesting feelings about authors sort of ownership of their art and allowing people to be involved in that it's going to tie into the cosplay i think eventually so it's sort of setting up for that it was very interesting um but yeah i mean there's just very cool paneling like excellent art like i cannot speak enough about how good how good it is and then it ends spoilers for the end of this chapter uh skip ahead 30 seconds 45 seconds if you want to skip it the end of this chapter um goto is studying about he's saying oh i need to learn more about different kinds of dolls they're saying she looks like a doll um and stuff and he goes oh what's this what's this he's looking at different kinds of dolls that are compared to the main character in the manga that Marin is going to cosplay and he goes oh they're comparing her to this doll what is this doll called i don't know about and i'm reading from the manga here i don't know about anything other than hina dolls right which are the dolls that he's made and he says oh and then you get this page that just says they're called bisque dolls that's the last page of the chapter and it's the title drop of the series and it's so good i love it it's so excellent I guess it's just because I haven't read the chapter, but I don't understand the impact of that. You, It's very hard to describe. The chapter is, like, incredibly dense with... I, it's There is a connection between Goto, an artist creating both Hina dolls and cosplay. There's a connection mm-hmm. with him and the author of the manga. And how it's very hard to describe how an author sort of studying or taking from someone else without the author's permission... The prediction here that most people in the comments were saying is probably that um, what's going to happen is Goto or somebody's going to reach out to the author and going to see how excellent um, his cosplay is, and the author's going to like approve it, and that's going to mean something from an artist to an artist to like approve another person's work. So, uh. anyways, this is the other the other thing here is that hey, we got the title drop for the Japanese name of the series, but you can't title drop the English name in here because you can't go oh they're called My Dress Up Darlings like that doesn't work, which is. Man, I cannot stop complaining about Western media changing titles too much. Like, I get that you have to Westernize it a little bit. I don't understand why this in the West could not have been called, like, my like my dress-up bisque doll or dress-up bisque doll or cosplay bisque doll or something like that, because then you get this title drop when this is eventually translated into English, and it still has impact. There's no way they change this to put my dress up darling in there. It just doesn't work. It pisses it pisses me off so much when they totally recontextualize and rename stuff here, right? Yeah, that's what they're gonna do. I mean, like they have no other option. Yeah, this I'm they're, I'm they're, sure yeah. I'm sure something like this eventually will also happen. I'm gonna guess Ranger Reject, right? Ranger Reject's name Go-Go in Japanese is Ranger. yeah Ranger Reject. I gotta remember what the um. So, yeah, so its Japanese name is Sentai Daishikaku. And that's like Reject Ranger, Rejected Ranger, something like that. And the Western name is like Go Go Loser Ranger. I'm going to guess that they're going to drop or call the main character of that, right? Like a Ranger Reject, a Sentai Dai, Daishikaku in Japanese. And that's going to be a cool title drop. And it's just like, are they just going to call him Loser Ranger? Like that has so much less impact in my opinion, so... Anyways. Man, yeah, man, we, we really are a bunch of go-go loser rangers. I, yeah, yeah it, it, it does not work. You can't title drop that. Again, you know, I, I understand you have to take some license with Western namings, but completely dropping the sort of key part. I mean, the key part of the Japanese thing is like Bisque Doll, right? Sono Bisque Doll is like 
I think it's like you're my bisque doll or you are a bisque doll or she's a bisque doll or something like that, right? Like it's literally just the name of the title is just like something bisque doll. Like that is the important part of the title. That is the like noun in the English mm-hmm. phrasing. And they just totally drop that noun. It's my dress up darling. And now it doesn't work at all. Anyways, I really encourage you if you if you read uh, Tona Bisque Doll and you dropped it in the past year even, just go read chapter 87. It Maybe chapter 86 and 87 to get a little intro, but man, it's this chapter was amazing. I just can't even stress how, how amazing the art, I was blown away by the art and the story and the character and the title drop. Um, yeah, it's all very good. Nice. Cool. Good to hear that. Good to hear that it got better. Yes. So you have written on our little shared document that you want to talk about Boku no Pico Academia. So yep. <laughs> um, YouTube is going to take this part down because I've edited all the pictures. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Straight to prison. Um, my, my Hero Academia. See, this is one as a, as a slight tangent. This is one where the Western name works completely because Boku, what is it? Boku no Hero Academia is My Hero Academia. That's a direct translation. Anyways, this is a pretty good chapter. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's why that's why I put it here. Honestly, it's like this is the first chapter, and oh god, I don't know how long I had months. a good time with. Yeah, yeah. so I felt at least like, six months uh, for me. Hey, we talked so much shit about my hero that I, I wanted to highlight a good one. Uh, now that we actually got one, and it's it's all because I just I'm just I just like gentle dude. I also he, like gentle. He, yes. Yeah, his power is sick. His aesthetic is sick. His his whole vibe his is design sick. is cool. I, yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm like this uh, gentle fangirl right here. Uh, yeah, like well, I, I, what's her name? Uh, La, Brava, La Brava, La Brava, yeah, La Brava. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, dude, look, look at this fucking character design. I, 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 I think he looks badass. Nice stash, so, gentle. Yeah. Um, he looks yeah, cooler was, than All Might, in my opinion. Like this is the guy I want to be the number one hero. Actually, is is this dude? Yeah, I, I think it's just the epic stash, you know? It's, it's, it's really the stash, it's, the, it's like well, like neatly groomed beard, the kind of matching hair. Yeah, I don't know. The, I mean, Horikoshi's visual design, his character design has like always been great. So I've almost never had issues Absolutely. with that. So. Uh, I, I also think it it stems from the fact that I think that the gentle arc was kind of a mini return to form. Yes. Uh, of what, because I, I thought like the smaller scale of things, like this the school tournament arc, uh or very early on was probably my peak uh enjoyment of my hero and then it it got like a the scale got a bit too grand for my liking mm-hmm. and then they scaled it back with the gentle arc and that was really fun it and i think that was also horikoshi's cleanest like fight drawings uh deku versus gentle it was yes. like yes it was simple straightforward and- two people's power versus power we don't get those very often anymore um it- yeah, and it's 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 kind of cool, like how Hori usually he he's a brilliant artist, but sometimes his paneling is confusing. I didn't find the paneling confusing at all. No, I thought it worked really well in this in this in this series. Yeah, here's the uh, the sort of climax thing. But I t- I totally agree with you, and I think one of the things. So because I've been working on um, my next video, which is a review of Fire Force, which is another you know, action battle shown in exactly like my hero is something that I really like about fire force is that no matter how sort of serious and intense it gets, which it doesn't, I mean, it does get serious and intense. Like it still has fun. There's still a lot of fun in fire force. And I think that's, 
I think that's what you were talking about the first time Gentle and the Bravo showed up, right? Is that My Hero Academia got really serious in the Yakuza arc. It was incredibly serious. They were rescuing Aerie. There was no fun to be had. And then when he fights Gentle, it's like, okay, this is fun again, right? It's fun. It's just a dude who's like stealing apples or whatever, or like, oh, he's going to attack the school, but he's obviously not a real threat. It's fun. It's a fun fight. There are stakes, but they aren't too high. It's resolved in a in an interesting way. And like that part of the story is just fun. I think that's why you and I both really liked it when we haven't liked a lot of the other stuff in My Hero in the last three or four years, right? It's because it's got mm-hmm. it's gotten really, really overly serious where it takes itself super serious and is not I'm not having fun reading it, which I in my opinion, action battle shonen should always be fun. Like they should have some amount of fun or a satisfying kind of yes the good guys are winning it it needs those kind of feelings those positive feelings i need to get those out of a out of an action battle shonen now other people might not i feel like i need to get those and that's why i've liked my hero a lot less is cuz it's just kind of been down and dour and intense and dramatic and is not very much fun and in this chapter gentle comes back and i felt like i was having fun again yeah yeah and you know i it, it's exactly as you said uh I, I also think it's, for me, it's a Deku character regression. Uh, I think he hasn't used his brain, because that's his, yeah. that was his archetype at the beginning. He hasn't used his brain in a while. Still I mean, hasn't. I, I but... would say, I, the last, I don't even remember the last time he used it. It must have been pre-All Might versus One for All, right? For yeah, all probably. Yeah. Like, I, I can't, I haven't seen his little, like, nerdy notebook in, in forever, right? Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, I, I definitely, I think a lot of people who have complaints about My Hero, I see the same thing in comments online, is that Deku used to be this sort of like, oh, he didn't have a power, so he had to think about other people's powers and think about, you know, how to beat them and what to do. And then now it's like, oh, but now he has a power, and now he has 14 powers. And so he, you're right, we've never seen a, we haven't seen the Deku notebook in uh, in forever, so. And and I'm, uh, aside from like the writing, right, I, I think I am a fan of, unconventional powers like mm-hmm. elasticity is super creative and fun it's a good one yeah. i like i like mirio's intangibility that was really fun that was, uh, a, that was an interesting one because see i love mirio's intangibility because it isn't just a power right exactly it has downsides right he can't he has to hold his breath when he goes through rocks he can't he can't breathe while he's inside rocks he can't see anything uh, because all the light passes through him stuff like that is very cool whereas Deku, when Deku was most interesting was when his power had the drawback of destroying his body. Like, as soon as that was gone, Deku's powers have been mostly wholly uninteresting, right? There's no downside to him him flying. Yeah, Yeah, there's no downside to him flying. There's no downside to him using Black Whip. There's no downside to whatever other powers he's gotten. His strength has not hurt him in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I'll always bring up, um, have you seen Darker Than Black, the anime? Yeah, yeah. Darker Than Black has some of the coolest power systems imaginable uh, there's a the guy with the ice powers who like has to smoke a cigarette after he's done there's the and girl who has to yeah. yeah he hates smoking cigarettes there's the i think there's a girl who has to like drink a soda can every time she uses her powers the girl has to kiss people there's just these like random off the wall it feels very again like wild magic D type like you roll and oh you have to do this random thing the cool thing about that is that okay the main character doesn't have a drawback but he's given you know he's given other sacrifices up for that if you know if you don't know what that is i won't spoil it go watch darker than black it's one of seriously one of my favorite anime don't watch season two watch darker than uh, black and maybe the in-between ovas and do not watch season two of darker than black uh i love the girl with the power that like her 
she had the most OP one, which was creating vacuums. But the trade off was like drinking children's blood in order to use it. Yes. Yeah. And and she like dies from diseases from doing that. Like yeah, she got like hepatitis C or something. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Anyways, this is a this is a brief tangent into how to design your magic systems. And yeah, there should always be restrictions on your magic systems. My hero has lost a little bit of that. But this is again, this is a good chapter. This was fun. Um they also bring back at the very end in this last panel here, Sniper Girl, whose name I can't remember. Uh Nagant. Nagant, yes. And she was a cool design, and this is pretty uh predictable that she came back as a good guy, I would say. Um I wanted to bring up that in this chapter, we see three previously quote-unquote bad guys from My Hero come back and help the good guys. Is this is this foreshadowing for is this foreshadowing for redemption of uh the the main bad guy of Shigaraki? I don't think this is foreshadowing for that, but I think it's going to happen. I, See, I, I think it is foreshadowing of that, and I also think it is going to happen. I think in general, this now solidifies... I really wasn't sure how my hero my was... Prediction? What's up? You remember my end-of-the-year prediction? Uh, I can bring it up. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, Tell me what it, it is. No, no, yeah, it, it was just that Shigaraki will get redeemed, even yeah. though he doesn't deserve it whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think you're on track for that one. Um, I Before this chapter, we haven't really known how... My hero was going to treat the end of their enemies, their their bad guys. Um, with this, I can see that we'll probably kill one or two of them or capture them. Um, I think a lot of the main bad guy cast will be redeemed. Um, I'm thinking, I don't know about Toga. I think Toga gets redeemed. Oh, her, she sucks. She does suck. And her chapter, whenever we talked about it a month or two ago was pretty awful i think shigaraki i think it's likely that he's sort of redeemed or hey you were abused this isn't your fault it's okay type thing happens yeah but he gets he gets like redeemed in death kind of a thing. yeah redeemed and then uh, dies would, yeah. would be my prediction but yeah yeah i, I just uh, think that this chapter really let us really gave a lot of evidence towards hey there's three but previously bad guys they are all sort of redeemed and working with the good guys now this is what the series is going to do. This is where it's going. We're going to redeem the bad guys. I, I would like to see Hori even fucking try to redeem either Dobby or Stain. You know? like Stain, I could see. Well, see, Stain, Stain is already is kind of... Stain is already not fully a bad guy, right? He is not on the bad guy's side. Like, he's still a bad guy. He, just because he's a bad guy does not mean he's a bad guy. Um... Stain is he's more of a psychopath. Yes, he's yeah. more of a psychopath, but he's not necessarily on the side of the bad people. Um, yeah, he's 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 just a, a mass murderer, but he he's like not one of the villains. Yes, the, he the is chaotic part. evil, and the bad guys are lawful evil, right? They have a purpose, um, or neutral evil. Even he's he's much more chaotic. But I could see yeah. Stain getting some kind of redemption because he like kind of worships Deku and All Might in a way. So I could see something happen there, but. God, uh, Dobby, it, but, but no Stain, way Dobby gets a redemption, right? Stain is lawful evil because he has Stain a, could be lawful evil, set, yeah. because he has a set of rules. <laughs> like he's like a shitty Batman. <laughs> he is very much like kind of like a super shitty Batman. Yeah. Um, do we think so? Dobby's interesting. Last, let's make this our last point on this. Do you, do we think Dobby gets a sort of like 
uh, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, son, from from Endeavor, and then he cries and then dies or something? Or do we think Endeavor is just like, you are my greatest mistake, I failed you, die? How do we think that goes? Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think Dobby, like, kills or mortally wounds or puts Endeavor out of commission and then, like, burn, burns away in front of him or something. Oh, you think and, he just, he sacrifices his own life to get revenge on his dad? That's poetic. I yeah, like that, actually. Yeah. I like that I, that's how I would write it because I don't think he should be redeemed, right? Like I yeah. think it should just be a, a big fuck you middle finger to his dad. And, and yeah, we'll see. I yeah, I, I think your uh, I think your guess is is poetic and appropriate for the character. We'll see if Hori decides to do that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's, well, it's I mean, yeah. it's hard to take a whole lot of complaints with the actual like story decisions that Hori makes. It's more about his execution of it. So he could make that decision and execute it, good or bad. Who knows. Um, but yeah, any last things to say on my hero here? Uh, yeah, I, I thought this chapter Koichi from Vigilantes would be in it, but he wasn't. And, uh, at this point I don't see it happening. Yeah. Which is fine. Read Vigilantes though. It's so much better than my hero. Yeah. Vigilantes is so good. Um, yeah. So Uh, my hero Vigilantes. (laughs) Yes. My hero Academia. Is it, is the Western version still called Vigilantes? No, I'm, no, I'm not. Yeah. I think it's called my hero Vigilantes. Okay. Um, let me, the next thing, let me just bring this up. Um, I'll just put the little Wikipedia thing on. The main part of this podcast is we got an announcement of the nominations for the Manga Taisho Awards. So, um, a couple of quick points from the wiki. If you don't know what the Manga Taisho Awards are, uh, this is an annual award, um, given to something that has published eight or fewer collected volumes in the past year. So this could be something that's been around for two or three years if they've published eight or fewer total collected volumes. Um, It is also different than a lot of the other awards. What a lot of people don't know is a lot of these other awards are either started or run by the actual publishing companies, right? So Shueisha will give out you know, some Shonen award, and it'll give it to something from Weekly Shonen Jump, and it's like, okay, it's it's worse than Hollywood patting itself on the back, it's literally Shueisha patting itself on the back, right? Um, the, the Manga Taisho Award is based on votes from the Manga Taisho Executive Committee, which is about 100 people, uh, and they are primarily bookstore workers who manage manga sections, um, individuals working in the manga industry, uh, a couple of them are artists, authors, book designers, editors. Um, oh, no, sorry, I read that wrong. If you're a manga artist, author, book designer, or editor, you are barred from sitting on the committee. So this is only for people outside of the industry voting on the industry. That makes a little bit more sense. Um, so this is this is a reader's... This is sort of the... Um, in my opinion, this is sort of like the reader's award for manga. The, the stuff that has won this and been nominated for the past three or four years that I've been following it have all been really, really good and really deserve the win. And you, you'll see, we'll go through some of the winners in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. What big names have won this before they've gotten like super big. Um, the voting system also is really good for this. Just real quickly, they do a ranked choice top three, essentially. So you, um, all of these 100 bookstore owners, manga manager people, um, submit their top five. They say, hey, these are the five things I really want, you know, that I think people should read this year that I want to win. Um, they get those down to a top 20, which they all rank choice one, two, three. That gets them to a top 10. They rank choice again. Um, again, your number one gets three points. Your number two gets two points. Your number three gets one point. Um, and whoever has the most points gets first place. 
Uh, so again, rank choice voting, no one in the manga industry is involved. It's third party. No one on the manga industry directly votes on it. So it's all, this is all a reader's thing. Um, this is, it's also an interesting award because it is not, it does not always reward highly artistic quote unquote things. This isn't like a, uh, this is not a fancy frou-frou award. Sometimes it is, but not always. This is, this is much more, I think, um, uh, I read in an interview about people talking about the Manga Taisho Award. It is much more a thing where the owners of these bookstores that manage these manga sections, um, will say, this is the thing that I tell people to read that has come out, you know, in the past year. It's like, these are the things that I want other people to read. So this is mm-hmm. the Go Read It Award, the Manga Taisho Award. Um, yeah, have you have you kept up with this in the past, Gautam? I know you know a couple of the past winners. Uh, no, I, I, I've just kept up with the winners. I've never actually seen the nomination list before. Yeah, pretty interesting stuff. Um, so speaking of past winners, just to give you an idea of the kinds of things that have won before we have our discussion. Um, mm-hmm. In 2009, you get Chihaya Furu, which is um, one of, if not the largest shoujo manga of the past two decades, 20 years, I think, at least. Um, that also has the largest voting margin ever. I think it got something like 109 points. Uh, and almost all the others get like around 70, like 60, 70, 80 points to win. Cause the, so the, again, that tells you the votes are pretty spread out here. Um, in 2011, you get March comes in like a lion. Uh, that's also an incredibly well-regarded series. We've talked about on the podcast before 2012. Yeah. 2012 silver spoon by, you know, our, my oh, Supreme goddess, our nice. wins, uh, 2016 golden, golden Kamui. That's a big one. 2018 B stars wins. This is why I'm saying that it's not always the sort of hyper artistic, you know, artsy, you know, interesting short form things, right? Like B stars is just kind of like a, a shonen. Like it's, you know, it's interesting and different. Um, but B stars wins in 2018. Uh, Fryrin wins in 2019. We talk about Fryrin a ton. That's awesome. Last year, the Darwin incident won. I think maybe. That's why you read it, actually. Um, yes, it is, because it, and, and I think, I don't know when we actually get the announcements of those winners. It might be months in the future, because I feel like we both read that starting in maybe, like, August or September, because it was announced that it won the Taisho Award, and we read Darwin's, and it's really good and really interesting. Also, it's going on hiatus as a little news insert. I saw that today. Um, but yeah, so yeah. As, you, as you can see, they're pretty broad diverse of kind of shonen shoujo stuff um some stuff is really some stuff is really uh artsy some stuff is not um trying to think if there's anything else on here right like uh 2014 a bride story wins that's um that's the one about sort of the it's like an iranian girl gets sold to be a bride it's very um otoyom otoyomegatari um, that's still being published, I think. Um, hmm. But if you want to, for instance, let's see the the nominees in the past like three or so years. Um, Dan to Dan was nominated last year. Oshinoko was nominated last year. Um, Oshinoko also nominated in 2021. Kaiju Number no. Eight was nominated 2021. Spy Family in 2021. Um, Chainsaw Man in 2020. Uh, Spy Family in 2020. So it's it is not just. Um, it is not a pure popularity contest. It is not a pure sales contest. It is also not a pure kind of artistic thing. I think it strikes a nice balance um, between both of those. Uh, and okay, Bruce, who, who, do you, who do you think is going to win this year? 
So let's go through the not. Let me just read the nominees for this year um, and their and their authors in case you want to look these up. Um, the 2023 nominations for for the Taisho Awards are um, Akane Banashi, which we talk about. That's by Yue Suenaga and Takamase Moe. That's the only one with two authors on it. That's an author and an artist, a writer and an artist. Um, Gekiko Kamen, which I think I've mentioned in the past. Um, that's by Takayuki Yamaguchi. Goodbye, Airy by Tatsuki Fujimoto. That's a familiar name if you're familiar with Chainsaw Man. Um, Kore Kaite Shine, which does not have an English version. That's by Minoru, Minoru Toyoda. Uh, Nippon Sengaku, again, no English version of this by Ika Matsuki. Um, Onana Sono no Hoshi, that is Garden of Girls. That has a couple different translation English I've heard. Um, that's by Yama Wayama. Um, I read that today. Uh, the Summer Hikaru Died. Um, I think I talked about this maybe a month or two ago on the podcast. Um, that's by Moku Mokuren. Uh, Super no Ura da Yani Sufutari. This is smoking cigarettes behind the back of the convenience store. That's by Jinushi. Oh. We've talked about that. That's nominated. Um, Takapi's Original Sin by Taizan 5. We've talked about that uh, again two or three months ago. We've only been doing the podcast for three or four months. So we've talked about everything in the last three or four months. Um, and the last one is uh, Tenmaku no Jadugal, A Witch's Life in Mongol. I looked for an English version of this, also not one. That is why an author called Tomato Soup. Um, and the last one is You and I Are Polar Opposites by Kocha Agasawa. So what do I think is going to win this? Um, yeah. If you ask me to just pick one thing that I think is going to win this, yeah, I'm going to... Maybe, okay, this... I think this is a hot take, but you can let me know if it is or not. I actually think Akane Banashi wins this. That was one of the two I thought would win. Um, but I think one is going to win over Akane. It's and probably good by Eri that I would guess oh, what you think, I was right? going to say uh, Takapi's Original Sin. Or Takapi's. See I, see, I think there's three or four frontrunners here, right? I think it's... I think Goodbye Eri and Takapi are the two that are the frontrunners to beat. Um... I think that The Summer Hikaru Died, it won some awards a month or two ago when I read it. Um, I think that's a really good series. It's really short. This um, this award doesn't really care how many chapters are out. I think that's also one to kind of beat. Um, I will say that I can... Uh, the the ones that have no English version, I can't give a take on. So Kore Kaite Shine, I have no opinion on it. Nippon Sengaku, couldn't tell you. Um, a Witch's Life in Mongol, again, no English translation. I can't really have an opinion on that. Um, I don't think Smoking Behind the Supermarket has a chance here. I don't think You and I are Polar Opposites has a chance. Um, I'm surprised you didn't see it on the list, to be honest. Um, I thought it's bad. It's it's good. No, uh, these are all very good. Um, I just think that compared to compared to Akane, Goodbye Eri, The Summer Hikaru Died, and Takopi, those are, like, outstandingly good. Right. Those are hitters. Um yeah, uh, let's let's see who's right whenever the results comes out. Uh, I'm I'm betting on Takapi. Bruce is betting on Akane. Yeah, uh, I, well, here's here's my take. I I think Akane has more chance than people would give it, even though it shows up in weekly. It's a, just a weekly Shonen Jump Shonen. Um, I think Goodbye Airy is the thing to beat here. I think that's the shoe in for if that wins, everyone will nod their head and say, "Yep, absolutely deserves to win." Goodbye Airy is amazing. Let's move on. Um, do you agree with that, or do you think? Do you think? Uh, no, I, I I don't know. I think Akane has almost as good of a chance, mainly because we saw those uh, requests for anime lists just a, yes. just a second ago, and it was number two. It, that's, the, that's, that's a good point. Yes. Um, the other thing I want to point out is 
I'm, let's do a comparison to, I mentioned the past winners, and do you remember which past winner had the largest voting margin? Chihayafuru, right? Chihayafuru. Now, let's, let's take a look at that. Chihayafuru is a female-led, um, sort of sports-adjacent battle. It's, it's not really a, it's not a battle shown, it's a battle shoujo, I guess you could say. It's sort of a sports battle shoujo, right? Akane Banashi is a female-led um, we've talked often in the past about how it's very much set up like a sports manga of the player getting better, the player having competitions. Um, it's just the performance is kind of a thing. Um, Chihayafuru also is based on, oh, the card game that I'm forgetting, Karuta, um, yeah. which is a very Japanese thing, right? Like Karuta, there might be a version of it in Korea, I feel like I remember reading, but that's a super sort of Japan cultural thing. Akane Banashi, also based on this very... Uh, sort of japan cultural thing right in the in the performances she does which is its name is just uh is just escaping me but oh rakugo the rakugo yeah rakugo there you go i was just like man i need to write it down yeah so again karuta female like there's sort of this japanese staple female-led kind of action sports adjacent but not really type thing like i think akane banashi and chihayafuru are maybe two of the like most similar series i've ever seen now chihayafuru leans a lot more into shoujo a lot more into romance i don't think akane is going to do that that's maybe the big difference between them but i think i think akane has a super big chance because if you're i mean again i just think that the like the the, the Rakugo being like this super Japanese thing in the same way that Karuta is a super Japanese thing. Female-led, it's super, it's popular already. Shahiofuru was already popular in 2009. Like, I think Akane has a real chance to win this. Yeah, I, I, I'd i say uh, we know the three front runners. I, I feel like. It's Akane, it's Goodbye Eri, because those two are immensely popular. We have mm-hmm. the stats for it. And the reason I put Takopi up there is... One, it's incredibly unique, short and finished, but yeah. also we saw the uh the numbers uh Tizen five got on Deadly Sin uh right after Takapi's original sin. So Yeah, and yeah, five million, eight million reads or something like that. Yeah, insane. Yeah, so 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 that's clearly that's clearly in competition as well. So I, I think it's one of those three that's gonna get this. Yeah. And I'll I'll do my last little uh my last little pitch for Akane is I think that if you walked into a manga bookstore, right, and talked to one of these guys who was voting, who the people who voted, right, these these manga store owners, these you know manga section organizers, um, and you said, "Hey, like I just want to, I just want to read something new," and I'm a Japanese person, what do you suggest to me? It's like, "Goodbye, Ari is a little weird. I think you could suggest that to almost anyone. I think it's artistic. I think it's good. I think it's quality. I also think Goodbye, Ari is sort of a manga reader's manga." if that makes sense, right? Goodbye Eri is, for people who read a lot of manga, the sort of framing of it around movies and stuff, there's a lot of connections there. And so if you read a lot of manga, you'll love Goodbye Eri. Um, If you don't read a lot of manga, I don't think you'll understand it. I think you'll find it maybe a little weird. I think you could still enjoy it. That's more, it's more up to the person, I would say. Um, Takapi's Original Sin also is like, that's intense. Like there's like childhood mm-hmm. abuse and trauma in that. I don't know if I'm suggesting that to anyone who comes up and asks me for a recommendation. I think Akane, you can recommend to anyone. I mean, like you You're could give that, right. you give that to an eight year old girl and she would love it. You could give that to a 60 year old grandma or a 60 year old grandpa who life, who goes and watches Rakugo 
and they would I think that everyone would love that. So I think Akane Banashi has the kind of broad appeal, extra bump. And I think that's the same reason that Chihayafuru probably won um in its year. I wonder what it was up against Chihayafuru. Let's see what it beat. Uh, I, I also think because Chihayafuru doesn't have very good sales. But I, I, I well, it, like it actually does. It sells for, for shoujo, it's incredibly I think it's the number two or number three like best selling uh, shoujo of all time behind like uh Fruits Basket and maybe Sailor Moon. Like it might even outsold Sailor Moon. Uh, yeah, like, but in comparison to any of the top three we have here, it's True. kind of yeah. dwarfed. It's dwarfed, but it got so many votes because I think it's one of those things that has a very passionate fan base. Um, Gintama is my favorite comedy of like anime comedy of all time, but mm-hmm. it's clear that they have an immensely passionate fan base who will go out there and actually uh, vote for it. If you look at the Mal My Anime List top one hundred, it's there like three times uh, for different yeah. seasons because people just fucking love it and i think uh that's probably uh, the same with chiai furu fans um not putting aside the fact that it's like incredibly well written but I, I think it just has a dedicated set of fans as well you know yeah yeah i think you're right it's hard to make a comparison on 2009 the year that chiai furu win the only things that i recognize that it won against is i recognize space brothers um space brothers is by uh what's his name i I, I recognize the Space Brothers name, and then it won against March comes like a lion, which ends up winning two years later. So, um, but maybe a better comparison here is March comes in like a lion in 2011 beat like Attack on Titan, right? And Attack on Titan I think was is amazing at that point is is wonderful, but it's also more adult. It's a little bit harder to recommend to just anyone who walks in the front door of your manga store, right? So, again, I think I think that that edges up. Uh, Akane Banashi because again I think you can recommend Akane Banashi it's it's a for all ages story for a bunch of different people old old people young people shonen readers love it I think I think shoujo readers even should love it I think it's very good it has incredibly well written female characters so far very like it is like miles and miles above writing female characters over everything else in WSJ in my opinion so yeah I I actually I actually think I'm Maybe it's not a hot take because I've now established my argument, and I think it's pretty good arguments. But um, I think Akane wins this. So, oh, I don't think that's a hot take. I, I think uh, I think it's the front runner along with Ari and, uh, and Takapi. Takapi, yeah. Takapi being third, but I think they're all up there. You know, yeah. Um, I think if any of those win, I would be pretty happy. I even think if the Summer Hikaru died one, I would be I'd be impressed, um, but still pretty happy. I read. I read the Garden of Girls. I read it's only three chapters, the Ona no Sono no Hoshi. Um, mm-hmm. That was okay. It's pretty funny. It's very just kind of slice of life. Um, only three chapters in the West. I don't know what that means in. Uh, I don't know what that means in Japan. Um, Gekiko Kamen is one that I have read some of. That is dense and adult and very niche, and so I don't think that that has a chance. Although I will say that I do think that it's good. Um, I just think in this competition, it just has too much comp- uh, in the competition. There's too much competition. Who would have thought? Yeah. Um, yeah. There, there's too much quality shit. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, brother delicious and dungeon got nommed four times. Uh, yeah. This is the other little stat that I wrote down here. So the most nominated series for the manga Taisho award without a win is uh dungeon meshi delicious and dungeon by Ryo Kokui. Um, it was also the most nominated author, uh, so Delicious Dungeon was nominated four times, um, but Ryoko Kui has been nominated six total times without a win. Also nominated for uh, Hikitashi ni Terrarium and uh, Seven Little Sons of the Dragon. I haven't read either of those. I'm sure they're good because Delicious Dungeon is an awesome series. 
So yeah, uh, delicious and dungeon, uh, dungeon meshy is fucking magical. It deserves a noms, and I think it'll get a win uh, before it ends. Uh, I don't think my... it will because I think it has more than eight volumes, so I don't think you're allowed to nominate it anymore. Oh, oh, oh! Okay, I think it has it. been volumed out, which is the the sort of purpose of this award is for a quote unquote new or smaller series to be to be nominated, right? So, I mean, you Holy can see fair. that the things that that won were not the were not really the best selling things. I think they were popular or rising in popularity, but I mean, Silver Spoon didn't break any kind of sales records march comes with like a lion is is popular among is your favorite manga's favorite manga as we've mentioned in the past but i mean even mm-hmm. b stars right b stars sold pretty well but b stars did not sell most of the stuff in wsj when it was out um fryron yeah. is is a little bit of an exception there um fryron is doing numbers but darwin incident is just okay is just doing okay numbers from what i've seen right i think it's only on two or three volumes so and I don't think that'll do more than okay numbers because it's yeah, such a it's, weird. It's weird plot. and yeah, a little. It's a little too adult. Like I don't think a fourteen year old is going to read Darwin Incident and enjoy it. It it's too too worldly. That probably it like, would probably the, freak me out a little bit actually if I if I read it as a kid. Yeah, uh, I think I think it would scare me a little bit. It's yeah. also there's very much this sort of like terrorist undertones and vegan like. Uh, like vegan oh. set of mind things discuss where it's like, that's like adult. I really like that as a 32 year old mm-hmm. dude. Like I like that. Um, but I don't think kids like that again. Yeah. I, I think that most of the winners we see in the past here are, um, are more broad. Now, what did the Darwin incident win against? Um, cause I think, okay. Beat look back would be the impressive one there. Dan to Dan and Oshinoko. Uh, but I can kind of, I can kind of understand as Oshinoko and Dan to Dan were already pretty popular so maybe the darwin incident was the one they said hey this is the one no one's reading that we think is really good let's let's boost it up so oh yeah and it, it actually uh it went up against uh, of course there's dandadan and oshinoko the huge ones right yeah but uh hiraya sumi um it stopped getting posted on like reddit or, or manga decks but it was uh i really liked that series i was wondering yeah i've went. heard of this yeah, it's, it's uh, glad to see it's doing well. Uh, it was it was a really charming series. I hope I see it again sometime. Uh, and similarly, another one that stopped being translated is Trillion Game. Um, yeah, I have not I have not yeah. heard of this one. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's about two dudes who start with nothing and try to strike at biggest trillionaires. They have two different sets sets of skills. One's like incredibly intelligent but like socially awkward, and mm. the other one is incredibly charismatic but doesn't have any kind of technical prowess whatsoever you know what i yeah. mean yeah and if yeah. you go uh if you want to you can google manga taisho and look at the awards and look at the point spreads to be honest the points are like pretty close most years like last year for darwin incident darwin incident had 74 votes look back had 68 Yasumi had 66 uh you know dan dan had 53 so they, these are not super uh there's not a whole lot of blowouts. Now, Fryrin the year before was a little bit of a blowout. That had 91 points, and right below it was 67. So it's an almost 25-point lead there. But most years, it's pretty close. Um, I want to go look at the big gap that was uh, Chihayafuru. Yeah, see, even in the in the Chihayafuru year, um, that got 102 votes, and then Space Brothers got 94. So that's only 8-point difference. Um, looks like everyone was kind of in agreement that year on the two or three things to vote for. But usually, I mean, usually they're pretty close. Uh, Within ten or fifteen points of of, of each time, but mm. yeah, this is. I think this is a great award. This is definitely the thing that I see and I go, okay, this is what's on my plan to read list now, right? Like I went and read uh, uh, the Garden of Girls, um, and last year, like we were talking about, Red Darwin Incident. After we heard that it had won, so mm-hmm. yeah, 
And I'm, I'm more interested in you and I are polar opposites now. I'm more interested in finishing Gekiko Kamen or continuing to read Gekiko Kamen, although I don't know if it's for me. I'm not, not quite into the Kamen Rider uh, culture as much to understand a lot of it, but yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, a lot of it's lost in the Western audience, you know? I think um, so, and I, it's yeah. hard to get over that. So yeah, We just don't have nostalgia for it. We didn't grow up with it, so it's uh, it doesn't resonate with some of the points that it, it must resonate with it, uh, for a Japanese audience, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else to say on the manga awards there? Uh, no, but let's, uh, let's check back in once, uh, once we get some results. Yeah. So I think we, I don't know when the results for this are announced. Uh, let me see if the wiki has it on there. Uh, but... It does not say. We will get those eventually, and we will check back. Uh, it'll be a smaller discussion because we'll just be talking probably about the winner or the top two or three. Um, but yeah, when we get that, we'll talk about it. It'll, it'll be interesting to see if if something we didn't mention wins. Like it could possibly be one of the ones that we don't have a translation for in the West because I don't. Again, I don't know how good those are. Those could be very good. Those could be absolutely the thing that they want to boost up that isn't popular. I mean, Akane is already very popular, so uh, maybe the authors are not the authors. The the bookstore owners don't want to boost that up, so we'll have to see. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, but yeah, let's let's see let's see which one of us uh, which one of the predictions come true. Um, I could very easily see it being a Kane though. I definitely I, yeah, I definitely think that it's uh, I definitely think it has a place. Um, okay, let's talk. Uh, let's talk. What else we're doing in our one one last little thing? Um, you got it. I'll go first, just because I'm. It's my turn to go first this time. I have been reading. Trigun. Um, and it's way better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I was expecting, uh, yeah. have you, you've seen the, have you seen the anime or have you read the manga of Trigun? Uh, I, I watched the anime a long time ago. I only remember the first half of it. Yeah. Second half but, there, I believe yeah. was original content or very abridged, um, later content. Um, it's so it, it definitely has the sort of nineties aesthetic um, and the art and paneling can get a little bit messy at times, but man, you do, I think two or three chapters and then you get a good solid, like three or four chapter arc. This is a monthly published one, right? So that's the equivalent of an eight, eight or nine chapter arc for regular stuff. Um, and man, it's really good when it actually does like emotional stuff. It, I've only read maybe 10, no, I maybe am like 14 chapters in. So I think I've gotten through like five or six episodic chapters and then two big story arcs and the big story arcs do emotional character stuff like really well. This is a really well-written manga. I like it a lot. I, uh, I innately love Trigun. Um, even though I don't remember it very well, cause I, I loved Vash the Stampede. He was the goofiest motherfucker in the universe. Um, yeah. And I, I haven't seen the new show, but I hope they keep his. I so what inspired me to to read this is that I saw clips from the new show. That's Trigun Stampede, um, and it looks awesome. I'm super hyped mm. to to watch it. Uh, if you have not seen, look up just Google some YouTube clips of Trigun Stampede. It is by Studio Orange, who historically did the B Stars and the Magical Stone Girls show, whose name I'm forgetting, Land of the Lustrous, which I think mm. are the two are far and above maybe the only two good 3d animated anime ever released. Um, if we Thora exclude Hedora movies. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. If we exclude movies, because yeah, the, uh, the Lupin movie was great. Final yeah, fantasy was... spirits within is the best movie ever made, obviously. So uh, Advent children, 
looked great at the very least you know i was joking uh, yeah spirits within is a garbage uh, movie advent children is fun though i like advent children it, a lot but... it bankrupted screen Enix that movie yeah it probably deserved it um yeah <laughs> i will say something else that i love about trigun and i think i made a tweet about this that you may have seen um the names of the chapters if you just look in the first like 20 uh chapters listen to some of the names of these chapters right chapter one is called the 60 billion double dollar man uh chapter two is called looney tunes chapter three is called hard puncher chapter five is just it. called assault chapter six is called die hards uh Chapter 13, I, I, Blood and Thunder. Chapter 14, Diablo. Chapter 17, Slaughtered Cafe. Uh, Invisible Eye, Chapter 19, Demon Squad. It has like the greatest first like 12 or 15 chapter titles like I've ever seen. Like I Hard Puncher, Die Hards, hard The 60 Billion Double Dollar Man, Blood and Thunder. Like these are the greatest titles I have ever heard. I feel like the author got progressively drunker as he thought of names and i'm i'm here for it yeah i mean if you keep going there's even more good ones there's like bluesy killer horn crying wild bullet uh death deal let us walk the path to redemption that's a great name for a chapter uh, cross ex assassins death omen i don't it just has really good chapter titles when a lot of times you just don't think about the chapter titles of of the manga you read i was like reading the the list and it's just like wow these are really cool like i'm totally ready to get to slapstick days and thunderstruck and like you know there's it feels like an ai made those names a li- not even ai it feels like a dude was just like this sounds cool and went with it i don't think an ai could be this diverse right I mean, you've got, listen to, this is a string of chapters from chapter 72 to 76, right? The journey ends, but heavy breathing still echoes. That's 72. 73 is called Corrosive Thunder. Chapter 74 is just called The Interceptor. Chapter 75 is The Gunslinger. That's cool. Chapter 76 is called Plus Minus Zero. Who comes up with this shit? It's great. I love these chapters. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it seems nonsensical to me, but I'm sure it makes they, sense. They are nonsensical, it. but they also just, you just say them out loud and you're like, that sounds cool. Take it, it to the it, future. Overkill. It, it, it I don't know. It's just of, cool. It, it reminds me of Kick Puncher from Community. Yes. Very much Hard Punch reminds me of Kick Puncher and Die Hards. Uh, it's just a good, it's a good name. It's just Die Hard, but Die Hard. Yeah, the, the the author saw Die Hard and put an S behind. Yes, exactly. Everyone's like, "Ooh, Die Hard." Those are two good words next to each other. I'm gonna use that. Um. Anyways, uh, Trigun is I really like- good. I'm super excited to keep reading it. It's not super long. I mean, it is ninety ninety seven chapters on a monthly published manga, so it's great. Yeah. Uh, I like Wolfwood. That's all. Wolfwood, I have. I've not gotten to Wolfwood yeah. yet. Wolfwood shows up so. Trigun originally was published in, I can't remember the name of the original magazine it was in, Monthly Shonen Captain, I think. Um, that series got canceled like two years after it started, and then it got picked up in another series, and that is Trigun Maximum, uh, which is, it's all essentially the same story. I think there's a, uh, a time skip or something, but it's all essentially the same story, all by the same author, um, but it got picked up by uh, some other magazine. But anyways, the other thing that I didn't know is... Uh, did you know that the, what's his name, Yo, uh, Yasuhiro Naito, who is the author and artist of Trigun, he also did Kekai Sensen, right? Which is like a super popular anime from a couple of years ago with like a killer ending that with all the people dancing on stage. And the he, show is fun as fuck, so it makes sense, actually. Yeah, wow. and I'm like more interested in Kekai Sensen. I think I watched the first episode when it came out. I was like, oh, this seems Oh, fun. you haven't seen it? it? 
I watched oh, the ending uh, a ton. I've seen, I think, the first episode or two, and I was like, oh, this seems fun, but maybe kind of generic. I, I want to go read it now, because, like, I'm, I'm loving uh, Trigon. It's definitely on my list of to read things now. Actually, like, uh, if you've only seen the ending, uh, the rest of the show's actually better than the ending, so you'll like really? it. Yeah, yeah. It's great. I'm talking about the it's, ending uh, song, but yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, the ending song. The uh, ending yeah, song, it's, yes. The the whole show is just episodic and buck wild. It's like yeah, it's it feels like Sakamoto days, and where you don't really like it's not really a complex plot, and it doesn't take itself that seriously. It just that's yeah, does that's experimental perfect. shit every episode. Yeah, I'm excited for it. There's another another thing on the on the plan to read watch. So what what have you been doing this week? Other otherwise, uh, uh, yeah, this week I have been playing Hearthstone Battlegrounds, <laughs> Me too. and uh. Yeah, if if anyone has uh, played it, they removed quests. They added a new race called Undead. Um, they are so incredibly broken that Stupid. I I'm scratching my head on how they even balance this. Uh, yeah, like nine out of every ten games are won by Undead uh, because they're so easy to yep. win with. Um, I think I won but... one game with Mur- Murlocs. I think I won one game with Murlocs, and everything else has been no. I won. I want a hybrid undead beast build with the horse because the horse yeah. plus the the frog. That guy gets it, reborn with the frog. Into, anyways, people don't yeah. care about that. It's incredibly broken. Every other new tribe that has been released has also released incredibly broken, and then they get nerfed into you know normal manageable range. So, uh, I will say though, even though undead is incredibly broken, I think they're really fun. So I, I mean, yeah. like. You're, yeah, they they're designed in a really fun way. If they're, you're the one uh, who gets them first and you win the game, and yeah, they're very fun. I agree. Yeah, like honestly, just just fix the balance, and I think you made uh, probably one of the more fun tribes. And also, just uh, get rid of mechs from the game because they're dumb. <laughs> really, I like mechs more than I like Naga or Quillbores. I just think they're weak and boring. <laughs> I think Quillbores are the worst by far. Yeah, but... they are also boring. But yeah. I like Naga. Naga's really good. Uh, anyway, anyway, the second newest, but... this is this is clearly for no one. They they have no idea what we're talking about, but uh, eh, maybe they do. You know, yeah, it, either way, Hearthstone Battlegrounds is unbalanced as fuck, but it's fun. It is very fun. I this is the only Hearthstone I've played for the last two or three years, so yeah, I, I uh, am yeah. I'm enjoying it less because I don't really like playing against a single broken thing. But yeah, I I did want to ask you one thing before we capped off here. Oh yeah. Uh, and we we don't need to tangent out of this, but um, uh, tell me how you, how you I I've been off of uh Medica, uh for like oh Cordial and Medica yeah. yeah so yeah. that's how, how, has that gotten better? It's been like six uh, or seven hours, it, actually. It's bounced back a little bit. Yeah. So my charms are wasted on Cordial Medica. That's like a romance series. Um, it had an arc that I think we complained about a month and a half ago about kind of how mm-hmm. bad it was. I hated um, that so much, dude. Yeah. It it this chapter today. A chapter dropped today on the 24th. Um, I like the chapter today a lot. I think it shows hopefully a better direction that we're going in. Um, it hasn't totally, it hasn't totally recovered back to its sort of original quality. Um, but I do think that it, I do think it shows promise. And I, I, I do think that it was good enough before it had a bad arc that I'm not, I'm not willing to drop it. I also, I don't know. I, I in general, I like rom-coms, I think a little bit more than you do. So I'm, more into reading romance romance stuff yeah so i i i would agree with that that sentiment because i i feel like um i it's not i don't dislike romance. i i do like them i like yeah. everything but um i i think i have a lot of tro- a lot more tropes with rom-coms that make me dislike them yeah that's uh, fair like if there is a love triangle i instantly 
get less interested in until it's resolved quickly. Uh, like Blue Box, I dropped it because I got bored. Uh, I didn't like the Love Triangle. I see, hate yeah, Harem. See, the Love Triangle in Blue Box does not... That's gone. That's been gone for a while, but... Yeah, but, you know... Well, I, I don't think that drove... It had a good like resolution. It. it was... I think the Blue... I think you should maybe read Blue Box because I do think Blue Box is really good. Um, but, yeah, I, it's understandable. I, I'm definitely going to keep reading it. I am... Waiting mm-hmm. and begging for the day that they expand on the the guy MC's character on on Medica's character. Um, that's really, I think, what the series needs to solidify it as a good series to me. It's kind of edging on readable and fun to good. Like today's chapter was good, but the last few have not been good. So, yeah, it's it's fine. I, it is not in my droppable range, but my droppable range on rom coms is. They, if, as long as they're not boring. I will say the thing about Kuriyama Medica is even when it was bad, it was kind of flamboyant and over-the-top and interesting in a way that did not bore me, so I stuck with it. Um, when rom-coms get boring is when I kind of don't like them. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just have a, a lot of things, a lot of tropes that uh, turn me off of rom-coms, and that's a me thing, of course. I'm not saying they're bad for that, but like, yeah. Uh, Medica is something I dropped. You can, you can let me know if it gets better. Yeah, um, I'll let you know. But in in terms of rom coms, I I do love telework. I do love Kubo. Uh, wants me to be invisible. I think that's great. Um, yeah, there, there's just a lot of good ones out there. You know, uh, there's a lot of good. But, yeah, I would say in general. I mean, man, I wonder. I wonder the percentage of manga that are romance in some capacity. I would bet that it's a lot. I I'd bet. Yeah, it is. It um, is simpler artistically to pull off people talking, drawing in a room than it is to do action. So I'd guess that it's bigger than you know, sort of battle shown in battle stuff. Um, it uh, might be the, I guess it actually might be the biggest slice of life might beat it out just in general. Cause that's a very broad genre, but, uh, yeah. and I, I guess if, if it was like five years ago, six years ago, Isekai would have beat it out too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I, Isekai I is actually all that prevalent or if it was just kind of the popular thing. Like, I don't know if, well, if we're talking about raw numbers, my guess would that rom romance slash comedy rom-coms would probably still beat it out. They're just so easy artistically i think is the big thing they're so easy to to draw right like you're just drawing characters they're almost always in a high school classroom right nine times out of ten that's just very simple to draw if you're not a great artist or if you want to you know do other things um but yeah and, and they're they're mostly they're mostly they're mostly easy to write right they a lot of them follow the same tropes yeah for sure uh even the ones i do like that i i, I have on the i like this list follows a lot of the same tropes of those that it, it just doesn't better has better characters yeah they're they're all yeah. sort of very similar in the sense they're they're comforting in that way that you read a rom-com you know you're gonna get you know the main couple are gonna get together or somebody's gonna win the competition or whatever so they're satisfying yeah. in that way i would say uh yeah i i, uh, I okay what, what is your what is your favorite rom-com let's end it with that favorite rom-com yeah <sighs> of all manga and anime yeah I mean, Kaguya's hard to beat. That's a really yeah. good one. Oh God, that 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 sucks because that I I agree with you, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> I I mean, I also I think Toradora is also amazing. I know that you like that less than I do. Uh, I was gonna I was gonna say Toradora's up there. I do like it less than you do, but I think it's pretty. Yeah, Toradora is great. Um, I really like my teen romantic comedy snafu. Um, did you ever oh. read that one? Oh no, I heard or, that was good though. Or why just watch the end? I think it's a light novel into anime thing. Um Yeah, I mean those are the ones that are 
sort of immediately coming to mind. There's some of the ones that are more comedic, like uh, what was like Tomo-chan. Like Tomo-chan was good. I would not call it the best I've ever done. Is does Bakamoto Gatari count as a rom-com? It doesn't. It, yeah, it's know? it is it has romance and it is funny, but it is not a rom com. I would say. Yeah. Um. Yeah, those are the big ones. I think it's probably of all of those, it's still probably Kaguya. I can't think of anything that's done both comedy and romance as good as well as Kaguya did. So. Uh yeah, I I I, I tend to agree. I I think uh there there are some. It, it, yeah kaguya stands at the top but there are a lot of like adult more adult ones that Mm -hmm. i find more interesting because they they openly talk about stuff like sex they don't tiptoe around like uh the fluster and bluster that the the one with like high schoolers do um you say that but kaguya also just talked about it and i mean you know spoilers they're like there's sex in kaguya it happens so and it's a great chapter so yeah aka's just a good writer bro it's true he yeah he just doesn't miss yeah i a lot of the adult ones get a little boring for me like i've read a little bit of wotakoi and that was okay sweat and soap we talked about that one was i had some issues with that um but yeah i think it's probably kaguya toradora i think is is very close behind i love toradora uh, I have oh. a shirt with the title on it. Uh, I, I know this is tear bait and you're not a fan, but uh, I did like your line April a lot. Oh, I watched the first episode and I said, I know exactly what's going to happen in the show. And I turned it off and never looked back. It, it, the problem is everyone voices that opinion when it's not a secret, you know, it's like everyone yes. knows what's going on. Uh, but the, the, the point's the journey, you know? Yeah. Oh, I will say, no, that doesn't really count. I'm trying to think. This list I'm looking at has Spice and Wolf. I like Spice and Wolf a lot. I don't. You haven't seen that. I don't know if I would qualify that as. It is kind of romance. It's not a rom com for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess if you love the free market, right? It, it definitely. I mean, yeah. It is definitely. You know, a laissez fair capitalism love story. <laughs> That's great, dude. Oh man, uh, yeah. But that's I think that's oh, that's definitely it for mine. So oh uh, yeah, you know what? I'll give a shout out to to one I think hasn't been mentioned in a while. Um, or in high school host club. Uh, oh, yeah, an think, older older one, yeah. Yeah, you would think uh, that wouldn't be up my alley, but no, I fucking love it. I've seen the yeah. show like three times already. Uh, and the manga is good too. I, I I'm a fan. Yeah, you've got me thinking about old stuff now. Clanted is another good one. I think that oh. Oh yeah, that that one's very good, especially the romance side. Yeah, uh, the I I yeah I haven't seen Clanet or After Story. I know what kind like the big spoiler, but like like we were saying earlier, it's like I'm sure it's about the journey, not the destination, right? For sure, it is. Yeah, it it, is. Yeah, yeah. um, Real Life was another one. I think we've talked about that. That's kind of more of an adult version of a high school one. It's hard to. I mean, the Dude, spoilers I, is a guy gets reborn back in high school, but he's like a 35-year-old office worker, right? And he kind of gets I, to relive I, I his high school that. time. I loved Real Life, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I liked that, like, his his high school friends were, like, more mature than him, than him in some ways. But when he was an adult, he was very much an adult. Like, yeah. he was very much protecting those kids. And, and he, like, went home and smoked and stuff. I was very, yeah. the sort of dissonance of it was very, it's interesting to see that, yeah, his, the main character's character flaws in Real Life were very, uh sort of adult character flaws and and a lot of times the kids quote-unquote that surrounded him were better although some of those were uh workers for the the company or whatever so 
Yeah, I think those are definitely uh, some of the best rom-coms if you were looking for suggestions there. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, anything else Anything else to end us off with there, Gautam? Uh, Niet. I'm good. Cool. Uh, so thank you, everyone, for listening or watching. Um, if you're listening and want to watch us, we're live on the White Grape Like YouTube channel once a week, uh, usually Mondays or Tuesdays. Um, the VODs are uploaded on the podcast channel, WGB Weekly Michael Podcast. We are in audio format on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, if you want to support the channel, don't forget patreon.com slash WGB manga. You will be getting a bonus episode. The first one this week, we don't have any patrons right now. So maybe the cry of desperation here, if you've listened to the end of the, of the episode, will get us one, or maybe I'll sign up myself and give myself money just to, so people can see that, Hey, someone does support this. Uh, anyways, um, check me out on Twitter. I tweet once a day because you know, the, algorithm tells me i should uh as always thank you so much for being with us sayonara don't forget to read more manga see you fellas